Hi, friend, and welcome to the Temple Care Podcast. This is a place where we take a faith-based approach to mental and physical health. I am your host, Erica Pizzo. I had just kind of a funny story happen this week, um, and it really touched my heart, and I wanted to share it with you. Um, And today I wanted to talk about what happens when we pray small. Um, So I was with my little five-year-old, and he did not want to go to tennis practice this week. I was about to cave. I was about to say, you don't have to go, but a little voice inside whispered, what do you want to teach him right now? And I wanted him to know that sometimes we have to do hard things, right? Sometimes life just isn't fun, um, but in the hard things, there's often a great reward. And so with every ounce of willpower, I had to say no to his puppy dog eyes. (laughs) And I was like, we're going. Um, So we walked out the door with his tennis racket in hand. And once we parked, I felt that still small voice again that said, pray with him. So I did. I went in the back seat with him and we held hands and I prayed a simple prayer that God would give him a great day at tennis and that he would calm his heart. Um, and so hoping for the best, I you know, took him to tennis. I sat on the sidelines and he really went for this one shot. I mean, he swung super hard um, with all his strength and down he went right on his butt. Um, and oh, the tears just started to well up in his eyes and my heart broke because here he was trying to do the right thing and get out there and try his best. Um, and down he went. And so he came over crying and I, as I held him, I said, you know, buddy, I really believe in you. I know you can do this. You're strong. Everybody falls, you know, don't worry about it. All the comforting things that a mom wants to say in that moment, even though your heart is breaking on the inside. Um, So he took a deep breath. He went back out on the court. Um, They started playing a game called tennis baseball, where if you catch somebody's hit, like if someone's hitting on one side, you're on the other side. If you catch it in your hands, you get them out. Um, So this sounds good in theory, but like up until this point, not one kindergartner was able to catch that ball um, because it was coming up so high. But today it was different, Um, as if almost like in total slow motion, a ball came sailing straight at him, my little guy, and his arms were wide, ready to catch it. He gave it his all and he caught it. Um, It was so cute. All the parents were cheering. It was just this great moment. Um, He went back in and then he hit the ball and became like the champion of the little game, which for him, that is number one. (laughs) Um, And so I was proud of him, not only for catching the ball and for being that champion, but I was also super proud of him for the effort it took to fall down and get back up. And because of his catch, he got to go back in and win the game. And on the way home, um, he said something so insightful. He said, Mommy, we asked God for something, but he gave us more. He made me the champion. Um, And, you know, I smiled and happy tears um, filled my eyes because I thought about just how right he is in that and how uh, how often I pray small. Like, I just prayed that he would have a good day and that God would calm his heart. But God was thinking bigger. I pray small because I believe I'm already asking too much of God. I pray small because my mind can't think of anything more. I pray small because I can't envision 
the great blessings that God has ahead. What would happen if we set aside all our fears, all our hesitancies, and prayed big? What if we asked God for the impossible and actually believed that he would do it? Praying with faith and not just praying is an important step to go deeper with God. Like, ask yourself, when I pray to God, do I actually expect him to do it? Or do I struggle to believe that he can or will? Hebrews 4, 16 says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Prayer is really a humbling of ourselves and admitting that we need help, which is hard for us to do. It's hard for a lot of us to say, I can't do this on my own. But when we get to that point, that's where we see God's beautiful grace and mercy. He rewards those who are humble and meek. I also love 1 John 5, 14 through 15, which says, And this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the requests that we have asked of him. Did you catch that word confidence? It was in both the verses that I just gave. We can have confidence when we pray. And that's the problem with praying small and only asking God for the bare minimum. That's the exact opposite of praying with confidence. That's praying with hesitancy. Confidence comes from knowing who we are talking to, our loving Heavenly Father, and knowing what our position is in front of Him. As an heir to His grace, as His child, we can be confident when we ask Him something because he, we know He can do great things. And if I'm being honest, one area that really trips me up is the thought of, what if I'm asking God something that's not his will? So why should I even ask for it in the first place if it's possibly not his will? And I've had to really wrestle with God on that question. But what I've come to see and what he has shown me is three things. Number one, he loves to hear from me. So whatever I think is too small or too big to talk to him about is just not true because he loves to hear it all. He wants an open, constant dialogue with me. Pray without ceasing, right? So that excuse isn't really valid. I can come to him no matter what is on my mind, big or small. And the second thing is when I'm, what I'm asking for may not be his will, but I don't know that yet unless he clearly reveals it to me. I don't have like the full knowledge of the future, neither do you. I can't even see past the next minute what's going to happen. So there's really no way of me knowing for certain what is not his will unless it's clearly something that contradicts his word. But if it's a gray area like, you know, a job position or a relationship issue or financial help, all those things are valid to bring before him, and he is fully capable of meeting my needs. And even if I can't imagine what he could possibly do to meet those needs, it doesn't mean that I shouldn't ask or shouldn't talk to him about it. And the third thing that, that he's been teaching me is that God is impressed by our faith. God wants us to pray with faith. God wants our faith to increase through prayer. A lot of us are familiar with Matthew 17, 20, where it says, Truly, I tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. 
So what I see there is that God delights in our faith-filled prayers. God puts power behind our faith-filled prayers. And do we really pray like that? Do we pray with that kind of faith? Or do we pray thinking, oh, he might not answer this, or it's probably like bothering him, or it's not possible. We have to take away those hesitancies and pray with bold faith because he, he says to do that. He says, you will move mountains if you have that kind of faith. I want to leave you with one more verse in Mark eleven twenty four. It says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And this is a challenge for me and you. Sometimes when I pray, I think about a hundred reasons why God wouldn't answer my prayer. Oftentimes my mind goes to the worst case scenarios. And this has gotten me into trouble before. I've actually thought that God wants to not answer it. He almost wants to punish me. He wants me to live in this hard life. But that's such a skewed view of God. That's not his heart towards me. He actually wants to answer my prayers. He wants my prayers to align with his will. He wants me to ask for big things and to have big faith. This verse challenges me to do that. I want to pray with a single belief that whatever I'm asking, I can know that it is already done for me. What a faithful God we have who wants us to pray to him with this kind of confidence. He cares enough to strengthen our spiritual muscles, to challenge us, to believe in him like this. So let's rise to that challenge. Let's believe who he knows and he believes that we can be. Let's meet him there. Let me pray for us, friends. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this challenge to pray big because a lot of my life I have prayed small. And I know that you even like to hear those small requests and you like to hear what's on my heart, but I know that sometimes you want me to pray big and I have not done that in the past, Lord, but I want to start doing that today. And I pray for this sweet friend who is listening to this podcast right now. They might want something big. They might want to ask you for something big and maybe they haven't even had the courage to come forth and ask you for that thing, Lord. But I pray that you would give them the courage to talk to you about the big things on their heart, the big moves that they need to make, the courage to step outside of their fears and to walk forward. Lord, whatever's holding them back from coming to you and asking you for those things, I pray you would remove those barriers and help them to come to you and have the faith that you will move the mountain, that you will part the Red Sea, Lord. I love you. I thank you that you challenge us to have greater faith and that you love having a relationship with us, Lord. In your name, amen. All right, my friends, that's it for today. I have the link below to my membership site this month and last month. I've been going through anxiety and depression in the Bible, and last week I covered Peter versus Judas. And it was, it's just been so fun for me to go through because all these verses have been so impactful for my journey with anxiety. And they've changed my outlook and my view on the Lord and how um, I can come to him with anything. And so if you want to jump on the membership site, it's very inexpensive. But every week I put out videos or devotionals. And so I love being on there. I love my members. They are all super special to me. So if you want to join, I'm going to put the link below for that. And also, if you have not rated or reviewed the podcast, that would mean the world to me. If you could do that, just quickly write a little review and rate it. That would mean so, so much. Um, And that's it for today, friends. I can't wait to talk to you next week.